Thanks for listening to this sermon recording from Liberty Family Church in Hillsville, Victoria, Australia. All of our sermons are available for free online, and we encourage you to subscribe to our sermon podcast through iTunes or by clicking the button on our website. If you'd like to know more about what it means to follow Jesus or would like more information about our church, head to www.libertyfamilychurch.net.au. God bless you, and we pray that this sermon recording encourages you and strengthens your faith in Jesus Christ. Just seeing that then, seeing all those people out the front, isn't it so exciting to see how how God's growing his church? You know, God's growing his church in a whole range of different ways. He's always wanting to take us deeper. He's always wanting us to have more of him. He's always wanting us to, to grow in the expressions of faith um, for, for others' benefit, for his glory, but also for our benefit. As we grow, we become more like him. I just think it is so good to see all of these people committing themselves to, to blessing and serving the, the rest of us, the family, all of us at Liberty Family Church through membership. It's so, so good. Well, this morning, I want to share a few things that, that God has laid on my heart. And these have been on my heart for a long, long time now. But not only my heart, these have been on the hearts of so many people in our community, leaders, fellow elders, but also general members of our church family. And so, I just want to share some things that God has really laid on our hearts around how he's encouraging us to go deeper in our commitment to growing his family. Yeah? So let's pray and devote this word of encouragement to him right now. Jesus, we thank you for the profound truth that we are your family that because of what you did on Calvary's cross, you, you broke the great divide, making relationship possible between us and God once again. But not only that, God, not only was it relationship in that, you know, like you'd kind of bear hanging out with us, the reality is you not only made us right and you forgave us, but you welcomed us into intimate relationship as sons and daughters. And we're just blown away by that, God. And so this morning, Lord, as we reflect on some of the key ways that you are calling us to go deeper in growing your family this year, we pray, Lord, that we would have receptive spirits, beautiful, soft hearts like yours, so that we might jump on board with what you are going to do in our community and in each of our lives for your glory, for the sake of others, and for our benefit. So we pray, Jesus, that you would just speak through me, God, and give us all joy as we hear some of the ways that you are calling us to grow together and play our part in growing your family. So we pray these things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. You know, God loves us so much, friends. He just... I mean, we think about it a lot, don't we? But when we really stop and think about it, the love of the Father is truly incredible. 
There's nothing like it. Not only does God offer us forgiveness for our sins through his son, which is amazing in itself. Like, really, think about it. If that's all it was, we would still be so grateful, wouldn't we? You know, we we wouldn't be able to be close to God, but we're forgiven, so we'll scrape into heaven one day or something like that, and we'll be at peace. That would be a great thing. We'd be happy with that. But not only does God offer us forgiveness for our sins through his son, but he also invites us into his family as adopted sons and daughters. I love how John writes about God's incredible loving act in welcoming those who trust in his son into his family. It's in 1 John 3, 1 to 2. He writes this. See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God. And this, that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Dear friends, now we are children of God. And what we will be has not yet been made known. But we know that when Christ appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. We are children of God now. We are God's children, adopted daughters, adopted sons of the Most High God. Have you ever really stopped to, to, to just allow that truth to sit deep within your heart? It's incredible. Because of Jesus, you are a beloved daughter or a precious son of God. I love how simply for a change, being the Apostle Paul, but I love how simply Paul explains this profound spiritual reality in Romans 8.14. He says this, For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. Sons, daughters. All who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. If you're led by the Spirit of God, if you've received the forgiveness for your sins and the indwelling of the Holy Spirit through faith in Jesus, you are a son or a daughter of God. You've been adopted. You've been transplanted from death to life in the family of God as a valued member. You're safe. Completely safe. You're secure. You're his. And have shared in and will share in one day in the fullness of it, the family inheritance. It's so amazing, isn't it? Like when we really stop and think about it, we are sons and daughters of God and he's blessed us already with the inheritance as his sons and daughters. What grace we've been shown and can enjoy because of the Father's love for us. You see, the inheritance of God for all sons and daughters is, is incredible. Not only have we received the inheritance of Holy Spirit, the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead lives within us. Not only have we received that inheritance and we have ever since we first placed our faith in Jesus Christ and repented and turned to him, but we've also been given an inheritance of peace with God 
peace with God. Romans 5.1 says, Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Wow. Peace with God through faith in Jesus. Holy Spirit dwelling within us to encourage, empower, and lead us on in this life. The inheritance we've already received and can enjoy now as members of God's family is remarkable. And here's the thing with God's, well, with the family inheritance. God's blessed us with, as Ephesians 1.3 says, every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. For our benefit, no question, God is, God is a father who loves to give good gifts to his children. He loves to see us prosper. He loves to see us grow. He wants us to experience peace in him in this life. But he has blessed us that we might also be a blessing to others. For all those here at Liberty, be a blessing to one another. For to the people in our nation and all around the world who are members of God's family, and for all the people who have not quite yet become members of God's family. We could talk all day about all the different ways that we could go deeper in growing God's family, but we believe, and many of you have affirmed through, through words and prayers and, and things and insights that you shared with me and with other leaders, that God has affirmed in particular two key aspects of growing his family that he's wanting us to, to go deeper in, to embrace with new joy and passion. And they're these. Growing his family in terms of actually sharing the good news with others and seeing people come to faith and enter his family, what we often call evangelism, sharing the good news. So that's the first. And the second is growing his family in terms of strengthening and developing the culture or feel or experience of family in the life of our church, like fostering authentic Christian community where people are loved and welcomed, much like what we were talking about with membership just before. And so over the next few months, we, this is what we're going to be exploring. We're going to be exploring these two things in detail. And I know that God has new insights for us to glean. I know God is going to be giving us new, fresh manna, so to speak, from heaven for us to, to eat and then outwork as we go about our lives living for him. It's going to be a really fun journey. It's going to be a really fun journey to go on together because irrespective of, of whether this kind of thing is completely foreign to you, you know, maybe you're, you're newer to the faith and you're like, oh, I don't even know my faith yet. How am I meant to share my faith with someone else? Or maybe for you, you've, you've, been on, you've been following Jesus for many, many years now and you go, well, yeah, I've done, I've done all this before. I've been, through, been there, done that. I just want to encourage you that the journey of faith that Jesus has us on, ideally, ideally, is one of ever-increasing depth ever-increasing depth. You know, we, we could read the same psalm daily, forever, and God would still breathe new life 
into us through that word. Yeah? God is always wanting us to take us on a journey of ever-increasing depth and continued learning when it comes to our faith. Because after all, the more we're, we're filling ourselves with God's word, the more we're focusing on the things that he's actually calling us to, the more our hearts are being transformed. And then as our hearts are transformed, suddenly we find that our desires are transformed. And before we know it, we actually start looking a whole lot more like Jesus and people start noticing that we look a whole lot more like Jesus too, yeah? Anyone know that to be true? I certainly do. And as we better align ourselves with God's heart and um, he's going to call us and he's going to encourage us in how we're able to bless other people who are also created in his image. So it's going to be a really great season. And to help us to, to really engage in this time together and grow in these two particular aspects of God's family, we've got a couple of really great sermon series planned And to get us fired up, who knows we need to get fired up sometimes. We needed that in our futsal indoor soccer the other night. We needed someone to come and just rip into us and fire us up. Say, come on, get your act together. No, we don't don't want that kind of fire up. We just want the encouraging. You can do it, guys. God's behind you. You can press on. I'm with you in this. I'll show you the way. And to get us fired up to share the gospel with others, we're privileged to have a guest speaker called Mike Smith, who's going to be coming and sharing with us next Sunday, the 9th of February. Mike's a, a handsome guy, as you can see. Tall, dark and handsome, maybe, Brett. Uh, <laughs> Mike's the founder of Every Believer Can, which is a journey for the church. It's something that he's designed to... God just has given him a passion. He is an evangelist himself. That's, that's how he rolls. That's how God's wired him. But he's designed this journey for churches to empower believers to be effective witnesses for Christ. That's his heart. That's what this is all about. And I don't know about you, but I can certainly do with some practical encouragement in how to best share the good news with others. Wouldn't, wouldn't you agree? And Mike is going to encourage us to, to joyfully embrace the honour that it is, because it is an honour, you know, that Jesus has given each and every one of us, regardless of our age and stage. You know, this is the same for, for my, little, my little Anna, who's just started school. You know, it's the same for her, the same call for her as it is for me, or as it is for someone else in our community who's, who's at the later stages of life. It's the same call. It never ends, it never changes. Two, as Jesus said in Matthew 28, 19 to 20, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you. And here's the good news for us. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. How good is it going to be to have Mike come and share with us and launch Every Believer Can next weekend? The, the beautiful thing that I really love about Every Believer Can is that it's biblical, which is a good thing, but it's also simple. It's really simple. Mike encourages and equips people to share the gospel in really simple, authentic ways. You know, we've talked in years past about being missional, 
seen ourselves as being sent people, being on mission for God, whatever it is we're doing, whether we're, we're replacing light bulbs for someone or we're cruising in our beautiful cars or teaching children at schools, whatever it is that God's called us to, we know that he wants, he's sent us. We're there for a purpose. He wants to use us in those places. And so Mike is going to encourage us to keep that up, to really share the good news and actually go there, you know, actually go there with people um, in simple, authentic ways. And he's going to, the, the, uh, every believer can explore some of the key passages of Scripture that help us to understand God's heart for the lost and then share the good news effectively. Mike, in the, in the um, Every Believer Can too, he shares lots of ideas and tips from, from his own experience um, and also just things that he's gleaned over many, many years. And the beauty of the course is that or the experience is that it's not like you just watch a video and then pray and go home. The, the, it's designed in such a way that it, it's experiential. There's opportunity for you to reflect, to, to wrestle things out in your, in your group, and also to be activated in what you've learned. Yeah? So actually having some practical ideas, some simple little ways of how you could actually outwork that in the week ahead. Sound good? So we as a church leadership, we are going to be praying that this season for us as a church would be truly transformative, like truly transformative, that God's spirit would lead us in ways, in his ways and power to see not just a few people come to the Lord, but a miraculous harvest of souls for the kingdom. Yeah? Who's going to be joining us in that prayer? Amen. That's God's heart. God wants, God's desire is that none should perish. Not one, but that all should come and join his family. And so we're going to take this journey together as family, seeking God to use us to add new members to his family. And in seeking to make this a deeply rich experience and outworking for us as a family of believers, We'll be running Every Believer Can through all our connect groups in Term 1 this year. We'd love to see as many of our family as possible journeying with a connect group this term. Maybe you're not in one yet. I'd really encourage you, join one today. Join one today. Commit to a term, even just a term, one term in a connect group, and I guarantee you will want to come back for more after you do. It's going to be so good. We have a range of different groups meeting weekly, fortnightly, during the days, in the evening, in Hillsville, and hopefully soon to be elsewhere in the valley as well. Lots of options to suit everyone. You have probably seen by now, if you've got a newsletter, there's a handout in today's newsletter outlining all the different groups that are going to be running. And we've also got a sign-up sheet in the foyer. So I am going to drag someone in to going around in our church lunch and asking you which group you'd like to join um, as we're hanging out. It, it, like really, guys, this is going to be so good for us. This is going to be so good for us because it's going, to, it's going to really honour God and it's going to help realign our hearts or align our hearts even more with his heart for people. Yeah? So don't miss out. It's going to be a great season in the life of our church. 
And as we journey through Every Believer Can as a church through connect groups in Feb and into March, we're going to be supplementing what we learn in that experience together with a teaching series on Sunday morning called Heart for the Lost. This series will remind us of God's heart for the lost while also encouraging us to be more intentional in sharing the good news with others and being truly spirit-led in our sharing. You know, there's a difference, isn't there? We can share the gospel with someone and it can come on hard and fast and not super warm and timely, or we can allow the Holy Spirit. We can be sensitive to Holy Spirit's guiding and he might actually ask us to share in a completely random way that will speak straight to the heart of that person. Amen? So, it's going to be really good. I absolutely can't wait. So, stay tuned for more of that. I need some ice water now. Now, because we're, we're playing our part in joining with Holy Spirit, and growing God's family in terms of seeing people join his family, become sons and daughters, naturally, we need to understand the nature of the family into which we're trying to welcome people into. Yeah? We need to understand how God's family works, what God's family looks like, what God longs for his church, his family, to be. And to help us reflect on on these things, we'll be sharing a teaching series called In the Family, where we'll be looking deeper into what it it means to be members of God's family. In this series, we're we're going to reflect on, on how God calls us to relate to one another as brothers and sisters. We'll be exploring what it actually means to be his sons and daughters. And we'll be learning about why God has designed his family as a body made up of many different members, every single one of us. It's going to be really good. I can't wait. And this series, naturally, naturally, this is going to really help and encourage us in growing God's family in the second key way, isn't it? As we do that, as, we, as we're mindful of God's heart for people who aren't yet in his family, as we're, as we're thinking and, and learning about what his family actually is and how God calls us to play our role in the family, naturally that is going to help and encourage us in growing the culture, the feel, and the experience of family in the life of our church. Yeah? You know, we have always been a family church, a safe place where people feel loved, accepted, welcomed, where those who maybe in society wouldn't necessarily be held in high esteem would find great honour and relationship here. Yeah? Yeah. And this will never change for us. This is who we are. This is a, you could say that, Family is a value of us as a church community. We are a community who want to continue to grow in the experience, the feel of family, so that no matter who walks through the door, no matter what baggage they've been carrying in life, no matter where they've been or what they've done, they're welcome. They're here. They can come and join us 
and be a part and loved and are treated just as anyone would treat me or anyone else here. We all want this community to continue to grow as a safe and supportive place where people from all walks of life are welcomed and loved and are encouraged in the one thing that we're all encouraged to do and we're all on that same path of pursuing and serving Jesus with our very lives. That's what we want to see this place, continue to grow, go deeper in, be in a place where we can be encouraged to do just that. And he wants that, God wants that, to be true for every person who interacts with and experiences our church community even more than we do. So, in addition to all the other ways we, we encourage and promote authentic relationships between people at Liberty, and man, we're going to have some great opportunity for that straight after the service with the church lunch. It's going to be good. We're also going to be launching what we'll call, for now at least, monthly family nights. So family nights are another non-Sunday morning opportunity for God's family to gather and to grow together in relationship. Where some of the other avenues for connecting with other people are only for women, say, like a women's Bible study group. Fair enough. I don't want to go and be a part of that. Or for men, men in the pool, drinking um, beautiful soft drink and having lots of snags on Friday night. You girls don't want to be around while we're doing that. Too right. Where some of these other avenues are uh, maybe even only for people of a certain age, you know, family nights are an opportunity for the whole family of God to come together. For people of all ages and stages to come together and enjoy relationship and foster relationship with one another and build one another up in the faith as well as we get to know each other and do life together. God's laid this concept of family nights on the heart of so many people here. So many people. I was blown away. I, I remember it was only three weeks ago, someone came to me after, after prayer on a, on a Wednesday night and he said, oh, Joel, there's just this, you know, myself and another lady, we've just really felt like this burden for doing like all-in church things again because sometimes we feel like the kids get to have fun by themselves and the 50s plus go out on cool outings by themselves, but rarely we get the opportunity to come together, all together, all different ages, other than on a Sunday morning when so many of us have to rush off anyway afterwards. And I said, praise God. God's obviously leading you, just like he's been leading me and, and the other elders in this initiative. So God has really, this, is, this has been birthed by God. This is not something we've come up with. This is something he's revealed to the hearts of many, many people in our community. And so I'm really excited about what he's going to do through it. The thing is, with these family nights, the heart behind it is that children will have opportunity to enjoy time with spiritual grandparents, not just biological grandparents. Maybe some of them don't even have grandparents. These provide an opportunity for children to enjoy time with spiritual grandparents as they share in fun activities together and enjoy a delicious meal. Maybe those of us who need to rush off on a Sunday morning because we've got regular commitments straight away, who otherwise can't really connect with people and get 
to build real relationships, these will be an opportunity for you to come along of an evening. Or maybe in time we might have a Saturday morning activity too. But these will be an opportunity for you to come along and have fun in a casual environment where you can really get to know other people. Those of us here who maybe don't have biological family, or if we do, we don't get to see them as often as we would like to, we'll have the chance to enjoy and develop deep, authentic relationships with spiritual brothers and sisters in our church community. I guarantee that plenty of fun will be had and relationships will be strengthened and will be deepened because between people of different generations, yeah? And that's a great thing because that's just what God wants us to do. God wants us to be united. God wants us to be together. God wants us all to learn, the young women to learn from the more mature women, the middle-aged people to not just enjoy things by themselves, but to enjoy things with people of all ages and stages. People in our community who might not have children in their extended families who get to have the joy of watching children have fun and play games and enjoy conversation with them in a relaxed environment. It is going to be so good and it's going to help to create that, that feel, that culture of family even more. And here's the other beautiful thing about family nights and this is something that was on everyone's heart too who shared this. And so we know it's on God's heart. The beauty of it is that people who don't yet know Jesus will feel safe and will be welcome to come along and experience God's family for themselves. This is not to be an exclusive, another church-only activity. The very nature of this is that as God's family gathers together, we would have a place where we could safely invite someone knowing that they're going to feel welcomed. They're going to feel loved. They're going to feel like they belong. And they're going to have opportunity to interact with other people who are safe. You know, think about this. You might be able to invite a family member of yours who would never feel comfortable in a church. Maybe you've got some family members like me who, who say, Joel, if I ever came to your church, the roof would cave in. Like, that, you know, you, you don't know the kind of... I do, actually, but I guarantee it wouldn't. We've got, you know, engineer checked it. It's all good. You know, you might have someone who, who just would never feel comfortable in a church, but you know they love playing games. They love board games. They love having fun, and they love eating... Dozens of sausages. Who doesn't love a snack? You can even get vegetarian or whatever snags now. So everyone loves a snack. Amen. Men love a snack. Ray, is that it? Barbecue at Les's Friday night. You might have a friend that you've been intentionally, as you've been living missionally, as you've been inviting Holy Spirit and saying, Holy Spirit, just use me. I'm here. I want to be used by you. I want to see people come into your family. I want to see my colleagues, my school friends, whatever it is. I want to see them come to know you. Maybe you've got a friend like that. Well, these nights could be a great way that you could invite your friend to come along and meet with other Christians and see that we're not all that weird, really. Well, kind of normal anyway, but we're really loving, yeah? 
So family nights are going to serve as another opportunity, yet another opportunity, that the church can regularly come together and enjoy and develop deep relationships with one another. So that is the heart behind that. And I'm really excited to see how God blesses that. And the first one is coming up. The first one is coming up on Friday, the 21st of Feb. And so what we're going to be doing for to, it's a, oh, it's meant to be Friday, sorry, not Saturday. Friday, the 21st of Feb. Um, yeah, because it's the 22nd Sunday. So sorry, Friday, the 21st of Feb. And we're going to have some sausages. We're going to have a barbecue dinner in a local park. And we're going to be playing a whole range of different games together, just hanging out. The beauty of this too is that if you've got young kids, you can come and have a meal and you can go. If, if you can't stay out late because your eyes aren't as good as they used to be and you, the, the darkness doesn't really work for you, you can leave straight after dinner. It doesn't matter. The point, the point of this is this is a way that we can come together that we can grow together and that we can each play a part in fostering that culture of family in this place. You know, doing these things, doing these things as we embrace and as we give ourselves to this season of growing God's family and each of us say, yep, I'm going to play my role. I'm going to play my role in the family. I am super confident that God is going to really bless our church. God is going to really bless our church. As we come together and commit to to growing together as family, as brothers and sisters in Christ, God will continue to be honoured. He really will. It's going to be really great for us and it'll be really great for others too who come into relationship with us and get a taste of what God's family is is all about. Friends, God's inviting us to play our part in growing his family, in sharing the good news with others and seeing people come to faith and enter his family and also in strengthening and developing the culture, the feel, the experience of family in the life of our church. What a fun journey. God has got us on this year. So what I want to do is I 100% believe the most important thing we could do on a day like today, the most important thing we could possibly do together as a family is pray. I want to pray and I want to spend time as family praying into this season for our church community. You know, we could... We could enter into this out of our own strength. We could, we could say, yep, I'm going to do it and um, I'm going to bring the snags and I'm going to bring my board game and I'll, I'll be all prepared. And that's great. That's good. We do need to do that. But we need more than anything Holy Spirit to breathe his life and his anointing onto this season for us so that amazing growth can happen and can occur in his family. Amen? So what we're going to do is we're going to spend maybe five minutes just with people near us, praying in groups. 
And I want to encourage you to pray along these kind of lines. Let's pray that God would do truly great things in our church community as we commit ourselves afresh to joining with God in growing his family. Let's pray that God would take us deeper in expressions and culture of family here at Liberty. And let's pray too that all people we come into contact with would feel God's embrace and love as they experience family through us and relationships with others and brothers and sisters from Liberty. So just for five minutes, join with the people around you and let's pray and invite Holy Spirit to really bless and move in this season for our church. And then I'll wrap up in prayer at the end. Thanks, everyone. Let's pray. Father God, we just want to say how excited we are, how excited we are with, with what you are wanting to do in us, in the ways that you are wanting to take us deeper. Lord, we're excited because we are sons and daughters and you invite us to play a part in your plans. We're not just, we're not outcasts, we're not orphans, but we're welcomed in as precious sons and daughters. And we pray, God, that you would take us deeper this year and through this season, Lord, as a church community, and that we would embrace everything that you have for us in terms of growing your family. We pray, Lord, that from next week on, as, as Mike comes and, and, and lights a fire within us for sharing the gospel with others, Lord, we just pray that, that you would settle any anxieties, that you would just encourage us and help us to see truly how simple sharing the gospel can be with other people. And Lord, give us the boldness that comes from the Spirit so that we know that we're not walking in our authority or in our knowledge of the Bible or even in our own experience of faith, but we've been anointed by Holy Spirit to share the good news and, in a sense, bring the good news to people all around. So, God, would you just do great things in our hearts in the week ahead as we reflect on what you're going to share with us next Sunday? And, God, also, even now as we... we Bring to a close today's formal part of the service, Lord. May we just continue in the same spirit as we each play a part in growing the culture of family here in this place. Lord, help us to go and, and sit next to someone that we don't know and just build relationship. Help us, God, to not just stick at surface level questions, but go deeper, really get to know one another. And at the same time, Lord, help us to all feel safe to be able to share with others as they ask. So God, do a mighty work even today, Lord, in terms of taking us deeper in a culture of family in this place as we eat and have fun and drink great coffee. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.